0: Um, so I just scarfed down uh, a local Florida uh, PDQ. Uh, oh. it's, it's called uh, People Dedicated to Quality, or pretty darn quick. Okay. Uh, it's basically um it's a, a Chick-fil-A. Yeah, it's a Chick-fil-A that's open on Sundays, basically. Huh? No hate chicken. Nice, nice. No, oh, I, I love chicken. chicken. Oh yeah, it, it's it's it's, been... it's it's no hate so far.
1: Yeah, yeah. well that's what I say. Like it's not Chick Fil A, it's no hate yeah. chicken. Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> it's from Tampa, so they Ooh. hate a lot of people over there. <laughs> but yeah,
1: you do have that. You are in Florida, so there is a lot of that. <laughs>
0: There's a lot of hate
1: everywhere, but <laughs> pretty oh. pretty darn quick. It's pretty good. Nice. <laughs> have you they got? A, they got a little chicken with his thumbs up. There
2: we go. That's, that's nice. all I need in a chicken shop. It's just. cartoon chicken with a thumb you put a cartoon
1: chicken with its thumbs up that's all all i need the only way you could beat is if it went fucking like this man oh
2: yeah no no so that
1: that that segues
0: into this story so um (laughs) so in orlando i didn't even know we had this thing but um there was this like iconic like popeye's chicken that was on the corner of like the super busy road that's been there for years they just closed it down and this is how the the orlando weekly newspaper described it. Uh it was inaugural Popeyes that started the original chicken strip. And I'm like, they didn't start the chicken strip. <laughs> In my mind, I'm thinking food. If you go down that street, there's a Popeyes, a Chick-fil-A, a PDQ, the Guy Fieri chicken shit, because he has a chicken restaurant now. Okay.
2: Naturally. It's called, it's Naturally. called Chicken
0: Guys. So it's a strip of chicken places. <laughs> yeah. And if you think this chicken's cool Imagine this chicken with a cool fire shirt, like with, with a Guy like, Fieri glasses going like this. Yes, <laughs>
2: that's yes. chicken guy.
0: And they have thirty-two sauces. Jesus, I don't even know you can have that many sauces for chicken. That's a lot of sauces. That's overwhelming. Chicken. So, speaking of Guy that's Fieri, I, I'm guy. going. I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to Hawaii this week, and um, it's for my my brother in law's wedding, and. Um, He's doing like a casual like rehearsal dinner. It's just like, just come hang out, all this other stuff. So I have a matching Guy Fieri yes. outfit As one from yep. from the Guy Fieri merch store. So it's like Ooh. pants <laughs> Authentic. with like hot dogs and pizzas on it, and it's a matching shirt like a button up Hawaiian shirt with it. That
1: and is you beautiful. can't see it
0: right now, but I'm rocking a sweet mullet. Oh my gosh! I'm so I'm so, gonna have the mullet. Really jealous pit vipers and a matching guy fieri outfit i'm gonna be the 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 bell of the ball
1: i for this rehearsal day i cannot wait to see pictures of this (laughs) um i wish i could just have a mullet i no longer can have hair so um it's just not in my cards anymore matt could do a mullet but i don't think he will
2: it's getting a little thin up there
1: oh no (laughs) let it ride in the back Well, normally, waterfall. Normally, before the show, I would ask like um, if you've seen us and if you know like how the show works. But I'm not going to do that. We're just going to run into it. Um, yeah, love it. We're Improv. going right into it. We've switched some stuff up because you're in this. You're in season three, baby. We got new shit. Season, season three. Two-
0: you close it out with with Jesse Lee, and you're 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 bringing me on for season three. No,
1: nope. well, you're in season. You are episode two, <laughs> episode two of season three. Hold your horse. <laughs> hold up, buddy. Hold, hold <laughs> on you're, there. You're not blue. episode one. You're episode two. Yeah, it's a two part yeah. series. Season premiere, <laughs> not season premiere. Sorry, buddy. You're season premiere. The uh, the, the reprise the, the deuce. The deuce. Well.
2: Pat, I mean, we did talk about in episode one about uh about cookout, and oh, they, cookout they so good. <laughs> well,
1: well, we're not gonna hold up, <laughs> hold up. That's not this section, Matt. Okay, <laughs> so we're just gonna go into it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go, a podcast about life in the music industry. We're gonna probably have that whole thing in here because why not? It's a good conversation. I'm your host, Patrick Turnowski. With me is my co-host the one and only matt reed matt how are you doing big boy
2: i'm, I'm hungry now you hungry now <laughs> what well, a chicken sandwich
1: you got chicken sandwich today we have our special guest justin robinson from orlando based pop punk band out of time and co-host of the bar down breakdown show justin welcome
0: Thanks for having me, guys. I'm kind of kind of stoked to talk about chicken sandwiches and, and <laughs> hockey and and podcasts and pop punk music.
1: <laughs> nice. Um, if like if you've seen our show before, this basically you know how like you, bar down breakdown is like hockey and pop punk. Mm-hmm. Like boy, this sh- this show should just be pop punk and like Taco Bell. Perfect. Like the, mm-hmm. Like we talk so much about just food on this show. <laughs> It's it should be also considered a food talk show. I think like that's like the, the the thing though. Like bands go on the
0: road, and if they're not eating at a gas station like Sheets or Wawa or Bucky's, they're eating at some other hole-in-the-wall joint like Waffle House. We want to know. Yeah, I think that's I. I took Canadians <laughs> for their first time ever to three gas stations to eat in the United States and a cookout. And it was mind-blowing for them. Oh, and we'll save that for oh, later man. in the podcast because uh-huh. it's a great story.
1: I
2: do- There's that audience retention. Yeah, See? Look yeah. at that.
1: Hey, if you guys want to know, you, you better make it through this whole episode. Because we're not going to, like, there's no cheaters in the comments, okay? You better know. You better watch. And listen. they have universal
0: health care up there, so their dietary systems are clean. And we oh. introduced crap into
1: their diets. My mm. dietary... Uh, <laughs> My dietary is should Not, be dietary, yes. like Taco I'm going Bell. to die. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get to the food segment, <laughs> let's start chatting about the band. We'll start there, out of time. Y'all released your first album on Revival Recordings back in May titled No Boundaries, featuring such hit singles as Have You Ever Been in a Storm Wally, False Start, and Husky Fight tell us about the response how's the response been
0: it's been really cool i mean um a lot of the songs that we we had on the on the full length are songs that we've been playing for a few years now mm-hmm. um and it's it's always cool to kind of like just re like we we had an ep we had a few songs on the ep and then we we re-recorded everything we remastered everything we remixed everything with um dylan herzog down here at close quarter uh recording studios and um it was just a really cool uh environment just to kind of sit down and, and just chat with someone about like what can we do to make these songs a little bit better? Like, especially like Stormwally, um Stormwallie used to begin with just like the guitar riff and Mike singing, like that intro part of the song. Mm. And then I was just like, No, no, let's let's make this epic. What can we do to make this epic? Uh let's steal a sound bite from the greatest hockey game ever. Miracle.
1: With, okay uh like so so for the game or like from the movie uh i think
0: both technically because i think the movie took the sound bite from the game oh
1: okay okay
0: and they actually oh. just like put it over where they were just like they were like
1: oh my god there's five four
0: and that's how we started off the whole album like that And i was just like well we like hockey mm-hmm. we like pop punk Miracles one of the best hockey movies to ever come out of next to time. like Slapshot and The Mighty Ducks. Uh the Mighty Ducks and what's that other one? Um the one the Goon? Yeah, Goon one. Goon two is miserable. I haven't seen um, it. but uh it's not good. And it was there's another one that was in Alaska Mystery Alaska.
1: It was like the Alaska one. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen that one. Not, not <laughs> that even. one's on Disney Plus. It's really good. Have speaking of Mighty Ducks and like uh just you know leaping away from our conversation have you watched the mighty ducks show because that that first season was pretty great
0: i saw the first season and i'm almost caught up on the second season i think i'm like two episodes behind
1: i haven't seen any of the second season but i know that uh, but from what i remember is emilio's not in it and like that's kind of a deal breaker to me
0: um he's (laughs) not he's not in it um but what they they I, I like the second season a little bit more than the first season because there's more, there's more hockey. Okay. Um. Basically like the kids go to like a hockey development summer camp and it's about like, kind of like their story about like fitting in at the hockey development okay. summer camp and realizing that they're absolute garbage Ooh, yeah. compared to like all these other kids. So it's kind of like a, like a coming to age story and they introduce new characters and um, it gets campy in some points, but I mean, it, it's, it's the mighty ducks it's a disney show they do a really good job at portraying everything and there's supposed to be some big reveal in the next episode uh it could be charlie it might not be charlie it's probably charlie um
1: i might have to might have to get started on it
0: so you might have traded bombay for charlie
1: which is which is a good fair, fair trade
0: and then there's a cameo from the bash brothers in it too
1: they were in the first one too though weren't they
0: only one of them was. One of them was. Yeah. Fulton was in the first one, and then both of them are in it now. Fulton got the other guy a job as a construction worker, so they okay. just bash stuff all
2: day.
1: No, I love it. Nice. Matt, were were nice. you ever a big Mighty Ducks fan?
2: I I saw the movies, but it's been a it's been a minute now. I feel oh. like I have to watch this show.
1: <laughs> it's so good. Like it's it, good. And like I feel like as Minnesotans, like this is kind of like the Mighty Ducks. Is kind of our thing like it yeah it so much of it was filmed up here
0: mm-hmm. even with the the first season the first season was completely done yep. it was in minnesota. minnesota and then the second season is um in southern california i think i think they're in anaheim because they do like a whole stint where they're at the the ducks arena
1: okay yeah because i mean in the i, I don't remember if it's the first or second i'm pretty sure it's the first movie where they're like rollerblading through the mall of america and shit and yeah, yeah
2: yeah, yeah hmm
1: good stuff man like you gotta like that movie if you're from Minnesota if you don't get out
0: I feel like if you're a hockey fan in general it, it's should. just one of those it's one of those movies where if you if you weren't a hockey fan before you watched it you were a hockey fan after you watched it and if you were a hockey fan before you were just a bigger fan and you just really dislike the Anaheim Ducks now
1: oh I love them <laughs> after that came out I was like you can be my number two <laughs>
0: <laughs> here here's the here's the fever dream for everybody though do you remember the mighty ducks animated series absolutely i Man, had to explain could... it to somebody this past weekend actually because there was only like two of us in the room that saw it and i was like do you remember like teenage mutant ninja turtles and like yeah, uh street mighty sharks ducks. they had anapromorphic people ducks from a different planet Mm -hmm. and they were all called different duck variations so you had like (laughs) canard and mallard mallory and like all these weird names and they 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 started a hockey team in anaheim Mm -hmm. and then they had a whole like secret duck cave underneath the ice and they would like fly up in their like goalie mask shaped duck bill spaceship and they would fight dragons and lizards.
1: Absolutely. And it, it it was all made possible because of the Mighty Ducks movie though. Mm-hmm. Like without you could that cartoon never would have happened if that movie hadn't came out first. Like yep. nobody's making it like a movie out of the Minnesota Twins like, "Oh, let's take the mascots. <laughs> we'll make a show Ooh. about them." <laughs> you know. <laughs> or anything. Anything else like that It doesn't it doesn't fucking matter, you know. It's, it it
0: it's crazy how they did that with the ducks, but they didn't do it with like the angels. Like the angels had a movie, and they had a Whoa. second movie that flopped, and that was it. And then like, Christopher mm-hmm. Lloyd's like, "I'm gonna go play Uncle Fester now."
1: Well, good idea for him, though. <laughs> yeah, great way, way better. <laughs> great, movie. dude. Angels in the outfield though is a killer movie. Mm-hmm. It's so good, and I I think I told you on like on on bar down when I was on mm-hmm. that, that I have the VHS yep. of the angels in the infield. Oh, that was <laughs> the other one. The other the football one. one. <laughs> With Christopher <laughs> Lloyd. <laughs> but,
0: but what football team were they? They weren't like a Disney franchise. Oh no. Hold on, Matt. Hold on. Matt. Yeah. You chat. I'll be right back. You chat. I got I
2: chat. This. I gotta chat about a movie that I have no idea You've of. Never <laughs> seen before.
0: <I've> never seen. <laughs> so apparently it was it was a sequel or, or like a spin off of Angels in the Outfield, but it was All like right, a football on. movie. I'm
2: coming. <laughs> I'm coming. I like how he has the internet, but he's gonna he's gonna go grab the movie no, and yeah, <laughs> he wanted to show it. I'm it's,
1: showing the goddamn it's VH credentials. Action. Angels in the end zone. Yeah, no wonder he's an angel now. Look at that helmet <laughs> he's wearing. Dude, look at look at that face, though. Hold he on. still looks the same. I feel like he's
0: never aged.
1: So okay, so it's got that one Lawrence brother. <laughs> I don't I don't know which one. Hold on. <laughs>
2: Joey? Not Joey Lawrence. It's his
1: his younger brother. Um, Matthew Lawrence. Oh, Matthew Lawrence. Okay, so brimming with magic and miracles. I'm going to do my Mr. Movie phone. (laughs) Disney's Angels in the End Zone celebrates the believer in all of us. Christopher Lloyd replies as the lovable role of Al the Angel from Disney's hit movie Angels in the Outfield. This time out, Al touches down into the lives of two brothers and a footloose football team that doesn't have a prayer. Lawrence plays Jesse Harper, who's the only talented player on his high school football team, but after the sudden death of his father, Jesse quits and loses all hope. Things begin to turn around when his younger brother, Gallagher, sends a little late-night prayer and soon al and his squad of angels show up to tackle the problem yeah wow. i i know
0: that his little brothers called gallagher but for some reason i thought about the comedian and that would have been way i don't funnier. so it's
1: not <laughs> rest in peace so gallagher. His, name yeah. his name isn't his name is his first name isn't gallagher i wish it was oh. but then, It's so the brothers are Matthew Lawrence. The actors' names are Matthew Lawrence and David Gallagher. But fuck do I wish his little brother's name was Gallagher though? Like, holy shit. That would make that movie like mm, Shep's kiss. You can imagine he's just like a cheerleader
0: and like he's just smashing (laughs) melons, like giving like really bad football
1: (laughs) teams.
2: Gallagher. He's so ridiculous. Oh <laughs> Gallagher. <slaps>
1: <laughs> so back to <clears throat> out what of a time. weird
2: tangent. It's <laughs> such,
1: such a good tangent though. Uh, so back to out of time. Um, for those of you that may not know, I I know this and it took me a little bit to figure it out. This I think this is less of a question and more that uh I see what you did there. Um but for those that may not know, the song title, Have You Ever Been in a Storm, Wally, is an iconic scene from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia when Dennis loses it on his neighbor when Mac and Dennis move into the suburbs. Am I correct?
0: Yep. That is my one of my favorite episodes of It's Always
1: Sunny. My favorite part about that is that one he when he is insane and like doing this big spiel he's getting fucking naked Naked. (laughs) in this front yard and like yelling at his neighbor oh that is probably one of the greatest shows of all time I listened to the the podcast and
0: um, Mm -hmm. the most recent podcast like most recent episode they did was was uh, because they go episode by episode Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they did the Nightman Cometh and they did the Nightman Cometh with the with the the composer that helped charlie write the songs but they also got one of their biggest fans uh tony award-winning composer Lynn manuel miranda to get on it okay and Lynn manuel miranda is a huge it's always sunny in philadelphia fan <laughs> to the point when charlie and his wife who's the waitress uh yeah. went to new york to watch hamilton Lynn manuel miranda did his bow looked up and he goes oh that's that's charlie the waitress like if everybody <laughs> could hear it in the <laughs> auditorium oh <laughs>
1: like, that fuck- would be me <laughs> that's like so, absolutely that's so funny i love <laughs> that Their the podcast is so good though mm-hmm. like because it i feel like so much of it reminds me of like all the tangents i get on over here is like because this this episode especially is so (laughs) off the rails um but like that show that whole podcast is they never fucking talk about their episode never like i think of the 45 minutes to an hour long maybe five minutes of it is talking about the episode and then they go off on a tangent that spins into like 15 other tangents
0: so this is this is an issue that that i have with every podcast that i'm on because that's my fault i just (laughs) get into tangents completely and i go off the rails that's Um, okay i
1: i i like when that happens (laughs) so
0: so the the first single was have you ever been in a storm wally um we literally just named it because that was just an inside joke that we have because it's so damn hot in Florida all the time. Yeah. And we would always just <laughs> run into there, the huh? practice spot. <laughs> We'd just be like, man, it's hot out there.
1: We'd be like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, have you ever been um, in a storm, Wally? <laughs> so we were we were just like, yeah, let's just name the song. Have you ever been in a storm, Wally? We, we, we like very dumb names. Yeah. When you.
1: Fall Boy route.
0: Yeah, and, and but we're not gonna do like a, like I'm not gonna look into a thesaurus to figure out what words I'm gonna put in order to for like a Fallout Boy song. They're like Dickens novels for the most part. But um <laughs> the the second single that we put out was um False Start, and that one was with Nick Thompson from Thief Club and Hit the Lights. Um, amazing, amazing person to work with. Oh yeah, um, love Nick. He
1: beautiful soul
0: we sent him everything we sent him the lyrics and and i and i just said hey here's here's a guide track this is basically kind of just what what we envision the melody to sound like you do you Mm. and he said um perfect and he 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 got it recorded and he goes do you want me to do harmonies and i said i want you to make this the most nick thompson thing nick thompson (laughs) can do (laughs) And he, anything and,
1: you are willing to do, <laughs> you do it. It could pip farting on a snare drum. I'm in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like a, whatever you want to do to this song, do it. And he, he did like the iconic, like three Nick Thompson layered <laughs> vocals and harmonies. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I remember just like he sent it and I just listened to just his tracks like on my phone. And I was like, this man's a genius. Like he's <laughs> so good at what he does. Um, and I've been listening to this guy since what 2006 when Skip School Start Fights came out, and he was singing yep. on it after oh, like Colin left. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was he was a gem to work with. I know um, like our our label mates and friends in Gold Steps. Uh, he mm-hmm. produced their their album. Um, he's he's a gem of a person, and I tell everybody like if you need anybody to help produce something, go mm-hmm. to Nick Thompson. Oh, absolutely, um,
1: he's a wonderful or, person.
0: Or Kevin Mahoney, who's the guitarist of Hit the Lights. Yeah, uh, I know Goalkeeper worked with him uh, on a few things, too. And, yeah, we, um... Oh, sorry. Oh, I was just
1: gonna say, like, just as a little side note with, with Nick Thompson, um, we actually have him on our It's a Very Pop Punk Christmas Volume 2, and it's amazing. It's the only place, like, anyone can hear it, because he didn't... It's not online anywhere. Mm-hmm. He did a, uh, um... A acapella version of have yourself a merry little christmas and it is fucking beautiful beautiful
0: he can do no wrong like i feel like <laughs> i feel like music musically he can do no wrong i don't want to like give him a pass for murder or anything right <laughs> um but but like like seriously like any like thief club especially like i remember he he made a post about um holy city when holy city came out like a few a few months ago or probably a year ago at this point i feel like it's been a year and he was just like oh i put out he's like he was kind of like down in the dumps he was like yeah i put out a song uh it didn't really get like a whole bunch of like uh like reviews or anything because it's a five minute song it has a breakdown in it and i was like i loved it i think that's probably one of the best thief club songs out there and i've been listening to thief club since you started it in 2015 Mm
2: -hmm. like i
0: absolutely loved everything he's been doing and i thought like holy city was like his like I don't know, like Magna Carta or whatever. I don't sure. know what the, the proper term for that is. I think, um, so. I think that's it. I think it's. Yeah.
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have my Yeah, dictionary. Yeah, Chip, <laughs> that's, what, Web, Webster's follow up boy. That's um, a, let me call Pete Wentz really quick. That's going to be the
2: the the next uh, auto time single. It's going to Magna Carta <laughs> <laughs> or whatever that word means. <laughs> there you go. There you. There it is. The that's the new whole music. Title. Do, you, do you have new music in the works right now that needs that title?
0: Yeah, well, so we we have one that we called uh, we, we called it uh, we we demoed it out and, and I think the the working title right now is is what do you know about sacrifice and it sounds like a super serious title until I tell you that it was we heard it from a man who was yelling at a woman behind the dumpster at a checkers or a oh. rallies oh. I don't know which ones you have in Minnesota it's either one or the other uh, but yeah we were, we were just I, there we don't and, have any I, of that no. we don't have beer we, so.
2: None oh. of the above. None of the above.
1: It, it was, nothing down the cities. No,
0: it's not good. Um, <laughs> sorry, checkers. I, I don't Matt, want any. Matt
1: is Matt's about there? two and a half hours away from me. So. There goes okay. our
2: There goes our sponsorship. I
0: don't think you want to be sponsored by checkers. <laughs> yes,
1: we would. I'll take, it. I'll take them. They got paid. I'll take it. Where
2: you get baby? Oh, we you got, got, we got one. We got one, Pat. We got one. We got one checkers. <laughs> oh, we anyway, sorry. Checkers up here. Okay, we got one. In Bro- we got uh, Brooklyn Park. So. Oh, so
1: that checks out. That checks. Out. I don't know what that means. So.
2: <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah. So we, no, we just heard on.
1: this man yelling at this woman
0: behind the dumpster, and he's like,
1: "What do you know about sacrifice?" Or so we're just like, "That's a song title."
0: <laughs> I love it. Um, That's... and then so the and then the other weird song title we have is called "Can You Not?" Um, mm-hmm. have you have you guys ever came like been to Orlando to like Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios down here?
1: i have not spent time there but i've been there
0: so there's there's this ride called poseidon's fury and it's just a show it's not Mm -hmm. a ride i don't know why they call it a ride but it's like a show and it's like you go in and it's supposed to be like like this like professor and his kid like student and intern thing and the intern person can't find the professor um and basically like you walk in and if you know the ride, you're can you you're pretty good at interacting with him. Because he's just like, Marco. And everyone's like, Polo. Um, so we walked in there. And we wanted Professor Baxter. Because that's who we want. And he's missing. So we go in there. And we're like, Professor Baxter. Like, we're clapping. And we're doing this whole bit. Um, and, and one of the Universal people came up to us. And they just go, uh, can you not? <laughs> <laughs> First of all. We're just having trying to have a good time on this garbage show, <laughs> and the only reason we come here is because we want to get out of the heat, and this is the coolest place in the park to come to for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Secondly, don't tell us, can you not? There's so many <laughs> better things you could say, like, can you please be quiet, or can
1: you please not do that? Can you um, um, kindly can you? shut the fuck up? Yeah, kindly? can you not? <laughs> kindly?
0: So um, not? We, we wrote, like, a three-page, uh, like, we are disgusted – by the outrage and <laughs> and universal sent us all free lunch passes nice So i'll take nice. it it was like twenty dollars for lunch but yeah, um yeah. so that's candy. not um i think that one is a deeper cut on the album our buddy from uh bewitched by you chris hildebrand did the guest vocals on that one that was actually the first song we ever wrote as a band
1: i know you're, the... t- you're taking all of my questions right now right <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then the uh the third single that we put out was a song called husky fight um yeah. that we had released as a single <laughs> in march of 20 no in october of 2020 we went into the studio immediately after our tour got canceled because of the pandemic um so we literally we were in Richmond Virginia everything got shut down we drove all the way back to Florida and immediately uh, the next week we were in the studio recording Husky Fight um so we put out Husky Fight um it's it's like a, it's a little bit more of like a serious song like so we right. just have like a fun title to it um, the song is really around kind of like depression, um, and kind of like uh, suicide, and and we we put it out um in October for Domestic Violence Awareness Month, uh, to kind of just promote you know domestic violence, especially with a the pandemic, there was an increase in in domestic violence and sexual abuse going on, uh, in the world, so we really wanted to kind of like bring that to light, and uh, we even like took a lot of the, hundred percent of the money that we earned from those streams from the single we donated it to like stand-up survivor which is uh like a large uh domestic um abuse survivor support group within the orlando area um and and that was like that was one that we we did like a whole music video for we did like a disclaimer at the end saying hey if you know anybody that's going through this like here's the number to call there's definitely help out there like get help uh don't stay in those situations because it it only gets worse right um and that was the the third single that we put out for for the full length was that one and then we um a few months later in june or a month later in june we uh we put out a music video for lost boys um which is probably one of my favorite songs to play live it's just like a fun like bouncy song and like uh mike does like these weird kind of like alliterations like within the lyrics and everything so it's just like a really fun song to kind of like jump around and and play around to and it's a little bit of a heavier song so it's always like a fun one to kind of like play live
1: hell yeah Mm -hmm. so what i was gonna say so it's it's funny because um you never you never like we always like kind of script out our our stuff especially it's mostly for me Mm -hmm. um because uh my brain just can't hold all of that information anymore (laughs) and (laughs) so you never know like I always try to like over script questions, come up with a whole bunch of questions. And currently I've been trying to keep you on track as much as possible. Cause you've been <laughs> flying through my questions. <laughs> um, literally like this one, I was like, well, here's a little deep dive what? and it's not even a deep dive. You already answered most of it, but I'm going to get into it anyway. So, cause out of time you originally started in or like around 2015, Mm-hmm. With that first single, you said, yep. Can You Not? It's the first single. A few years later, you released your first EP, Mindset, which a few of these songs, as you also have said, <laughs> are on <laughs> no boundaries.
2: You're <laughs> doing uh, great, Pat. You're doing great.
1: <laughs> uh, right? Right? Of the songs that didn't make the cut, mm-hmm. what would you say is your favorite song from those early days?
2: Um... <laughs>
1: Probably graveyard graveyard's a good one,
0: yeah right. graveyard graveyard's one that um, even the label was kind of just like what happened, and we were just like, <laughs> we don't know, um we it was one of those songs that like you know we we've been playing it like we've been playing it since we started, and it was it was one of those like easy core songs that that it was it was just a fun one to rip and it was a fun one to play um and we play it it shows sometime like we'll like if, especially if like in the few instances that people are like one more song like we'll we'll start ripping graveyard like tony will just go into like that drum fill for graveyard and we'll go right into it um but i i i think they might possibly want it re-recorded and put out on possibly the next album so well, that go. could be Ooh, we're that getting could be something the inside there. scoop yeah, I, I, they they really like it. I was just like, <laughs> I was like, I didn't think you guys wanted like an easy core song, but yeah, like I'll <laughs> throw easy core in there like all day.
1: Should always have some easy core.
0: Yeah, it, you always it, need I, it. And and I mean like I grew up on on like easy core like you know the late stage newfound glories going into like the early four year strong and Kid Liberty. Um, I wasn't a big fan of like the heavy synth easy core, yeah stuff. Dude, when but, that um, first
1: when that when Rise or Die Trying came out, oh, I was yeah. like, "This is a fucking game changer! What is this? Holy crap!"
0: Mm-hmm. And it was just like it was like there was riffs, there was breakdowns. You had Matt Bruso from Bear Your Dead on it, and you're just like, "What's yep. going on?" <laughs> um, so so it, it it was kind of like like do we do we want to do like an easy core song? Do we want to stay more towards kind of like this like drive through era? Um, you know, run that we're that we were doing, and especially with with revival recordings, um, Nick and Sean, um, who are like the heads of the label, uh, Sean from Alisana, they actually have uh, they brought back their high school band, and it's on the label, and it's called TLE, and TLE is literally a drive-through records pop punk band where they even have a song about how drive Through records influenced their whole band.
1: Oh yeah. Dude, drive Through records was a, is like, it was the coolest label you could be on. Like if you liked pop punk, whatever drive Through records put out, you were listening to.
0: I think my head's blocking it, but I actually have the, the drive Through records pizza <laughs> box right there. That's awesome. Yeah, I was like...
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. Like I remember like my first, like, my first band and shit, I had gotten like, uh, like Richard's, uh, right. Richard, Richard and Stephanie. Right. Yeah. Yep. I'd got, I've found his like his aim, his aim (laughs) name. And like, and so I'd like message him about my band and shit like that. Check it out. And I'm like, I know I don't live anywhere near New Jersey. Mm -hmm. Sorry, that,
2: that was it. If you would have moved to New Jersey, you would have been in.
1: My life would be so different right now. So different. Yeah, it'd be completely into... different.
2: <laughs> we we're, were
0: talking about it the other day on on Bar Down because we had um we had Off Guard from from Long Island on, and they're they're a little bit younger than than all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, they graduated in like twenty like fourteen or twenty fifteen or something like that. A little, but a little, um, just it's a little bit younger, a little bit. <laughs> but uh, but I, I I was like I was like you know you guys come from such an influential. <laughs> You know, scene where where at one point in time, like Long Island emo was a genre.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, the, like any everyone that like Bayside, Taking Back Sunday, um, Saint Hood, Reps, and Beyond the Coast. Like, you had all these bands that came out of Long Island, and I was just like, you know, what was kind of like the influences that you had? And they were just like, oh, we got into that like super late. Like, A Day to Remember got us into pop punk, and I was like, oh,
2: come, on. what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You bring up your show, uh, Bar Down Breakdown, which is a podcast about uh, pop, punk, and hockey mm-hmm. on the Hockey Podcast. You recently became a co-host on that show. How did you get started working with them? So um,
1: it,
0: it's, it's, it's pretty funny. So uh, during, the, during the pandemic, um, Mikey reached out to our vocalist, Mike. And he was like, Hey, you know, I i noticed that you guys wear hockey jerseys while you guys are on stage because we have like custom hockey jerseys for the band. Um, would you would you want to be on the podcast? So Mike was like, Yeah, sure. I'm like I'm a Capitals fan, like this will be a good kind of like segue into everything. So Mike went on and they they did the podcast and they were kind of chatting. And then when we were getting ready to put Husky fight out, um Mikey reached out to us again and they said and he was like, Hey. I really like your band. I love Husky Fight. Mike sent it over to me. Would you guys mind if we did kind of like a, like a sneak peek of the song before it came out? And I said, yeah, would you mind if I just kind of like came on and, and like talked about it and did all this other stuff? So he was like, yeah, Um. come on. Like they were, this was when they were doing kind of like intros, the show, and then outros. Mm-hmm. And the intro and outro had the same guest. And then the middle part of like the meat of the episode was with a completely different guest that they advertised um so i got on and, and we were kind of like chatting and and we became pretty close and then towards the end of or towards when the pandemic was getting a little bit better um and shows started opening up again soon i floated the idea of would you be up for a bar down break tour where we get a few bands from you know this catalog of bands that you've spoken to over the years um and just try to get them on like kind of like a tour and we can kind of you know coalesce this whole tour into like a bar down breakdown fest
1: yeah I remember, and, I remember seeing that
0: and he said well like what would the logistics be to do this and i said well we would need to figure out like a like a city to do it in he lives in charlotte i was like we could do it in charlotte and he goes no, he's like, Orlando's blowing up right now with kind of like all the musicians that are coming through with like Magnolia Park and Capstan and Meet Me right. at the Altar. And he's like, I really want to kind of show light on the musicians that are coming out of Orlando because I feel like that's kind of be the new, you know, city that's the or scene that's gonna break out. So right. I said, Yeah, sure. I I got him in contact with with a local promoter that we like to work with, which is Marshall Rones over in Montgomery Drive. Um If any bands are listening to this, Marshall from Montgomery Drive books in Orlando, and he also books in Baltimore. He's a gem of a person to work with. You need to work with him. Um, And Marshall, I got got a group chat with all of us, and Marshall said, what do you guys want? And we said, well, we kind of want to go a little bit smaller. We don't know how big it's going to be. But I said, let's get these two venues. Let's see if we can lock them down, and we'll start building out the bands from there. So we ended up talking to a couple of the bands that we had on the podcast. Uh, We had like Aim High, we had Gold Steps, we had The Crease Rule from Toronto, um, Frontside, Sleeve, and then a lot of Orlando bands like uh, Felicity and Brave Weather um, and Suck Brick Kid. And we kind of built this fest out around them. And then... We were trying to figure out ways that we could pay for everything without having to kind of like up, like just like we wanted the bands to get paid because they were coming down and we wanted to right. make sure that, you know, yeah. they were getting paid a good amount. So um, we, we talked to Violet Gentleman, Violet Gentleman said, you know, we're all in on this. Let's do this. We'll sponsor the Violet. event. We, right. I like when, when I saw the email from, from Hammer, I was just like, is this for real right now? Um, revival recordings was like yeah you have a few of our bands on on the the fest like we're gonna you know we'll we'll pitch in we'll help out with with sponsoring a stage and then um we kind of like shot our shot with with liquid death um liquid death was not a they did not want to be on the flyer they just said let us know what you need and we'll get it done so we just said well can you send us over some cases of water and they said well how many cases do you want (laughs) And we're just like, I don't know. And they're like, we'll send you fifty. So they sent fifty, like twenty-four-pack cases
1: that's awesome. To nice. the venue.
0: And the venue said, We'll buy them from you. We'll just give you the money for them. And then we'll sell them as is. So we just kind of like took that money. Revival sent a whole bunch of stuff that we did for a raffle. And we were able to kind of, you know, cover the cost of the venue, cover the cost of the bands, all the bands got paid. Um, it was in a cool area, so like there was like a tons of different like food options and everything within orlando and um it was a it was a great day like we started it at two or three, and it went till about one in the morning um so it was like an all day thing with like one band setting up in one venue, one band playing at the other venue, and then everyone moved you know the two blocks across the street, and they were at the other venue already That's um. Wild. And then we're we're currently in the process of setting up year two, which is gonna be in Charlotte next year.
1: Nice. Awesome. That's exciting.
0: So segue into me becoming the co-host. Um uh Tom, who was the original co-host, um, he's going through some kind of like health issues, so he had to kind of step back for a little bit. And Mikey and Tommy kind of like chatted. Tom was my co-worker, he sat right next to me at work all the time. So we were working and planning bar down at the same time. Yeah. Um, so they kinda like just chatted and they said, Hey, would you mind filling in for Tom for a couple episodes? So I said, Yeah, no problem. Um, so I filled in for Tom and then like two weeks in, they were just like, Hey, uh Tom and I want to bring you in as like the official like third co host of Bar Down Breakdown. So when Tom comes back, like we can tag team some stuff, we can do stuff as like a like three hosts and kind of like shoot through and see what we can do to, to make it work.
1: That's awesome. Nice. Since, since you've been on then who, who are some of the most memorable guests you've kind of had, uh, that you've gotten to interview?
0: Um, I love the band fireworks. Yeah. And we had Kyle from fireworks.
1: That's exciting, man. Um,
0: yeah. And we were, we were, you know, talking about, you know, the, you know, fireworks coming back and going on tour with the wonder years but I was like, I was like, hey, I was at this infamous show where you guys got banned from the venue for life because we were all crowd surfing. So this venue is like a like a 300 cap venue. There's like a balcony, like you can co- go up to. It's like a small balcony. It's not like too big. But we were jumping off the balcony into the crowd, <laughs> and um, and the um, God, why can't I remember his name? The singer of fireworks was just like security can't stop you, rush the stage I want everybody (laughs) up here singing Detroit so the venue was very upset about that Um, fair yeah so they they banned fireworks from ever playing at that venue so come four years later fireworks is on tour with the Wonder Years for um, the Greatest Generation tour and they booked that venue, and the venue goes no 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 <laughs> everyone can play except for y'all and fireworks actually did a matinee show at a smaller venue which was like the hometown favorite venue called the Talent Farm which rests in peace it was the greatest venue in South Florida period um and unfortunately it it was shut down due to a whole bunch of different things um. But I saw title Fight there. I saw The Wonder Years there. I saw Living With Lions there. I saw New Found Glory do two secret sets there. Oh, wow. And it was maybe like a hundred-packed venue tops. Like, you could barely fit a hundred kids in there. Um, So they did a matinee show. So everybody who bought tickets got into the Talent Farm show to see fireworks and then were able to get to the venue to watch the rest of the bands play later that night.
1: That's wild.
0: Yep. So, uh Kyle was a really cool one. We just did an episode with um with Bones from No Trigger. Okay. Um that was really cool just to be able to 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 talk to like No Trigger. We talked about Fest and we talked about how Fest was like, "Hey, uh, not Fest. Uh we talked about Fest, but we talked about Riot Fest. That's the Riot one Fest, okay. They played Riot Fest and Riot Fest was like, "Hey, we're going to do like a side show too and we want you guys to play." um and they're like the headliner for this show is going to be fear the old 1970s to 1980s like punk band fear
1: yeah isn't it like mm-hmm. didn't fucking like dave grohl play drums for them at one point
0: dave grohl and i think yeah. flea did too flea played bass for them for yeah. for a little bit too um that's so i was like, like i was like how was that he's like we were so intimidated because <laughs> these guys they, they were like these guys are <laughs> punk and he's like once we got into a punk beat you saw all of them kind of bobbing their heads along, and then that was kind of like the friendship that we all had. Was once we got that punk beat in, they were like, "All right, we, you're legitimate."
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have um, uh, Oh, go
1: no go. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: I was just trying to think of like an, another one that we had that was really cool too. Um, oh, we had uh, Tay, the drummer from Like Pacific.
1: Oh, fun. Nice.
0: Um. And that was cool too because we were able to kind of like meet and talk on the podcast, and then two weeks later, um, we opened up for like Pacific and the Dangerous Summer at the Orlando date Hell for yeah. the the Coming Home tour.
1: Yeah, I saw that you had just played that show. I didn't. I I guess I forgot that like Pacific was on it, but I did see that you just played with Dangerous Summer. That's rad.
0: That was a cool one. The next day got canceled because we had a hurricane coming in. But fucking hurricanes,
2: damn <laughs> hurricanes! We have one more question before we go to a quick break. Yeah. If you could give our listeners a piece of advice that you know now that you wish you knew when you were first starting out, what would it be?
0: Learn how to play your instrument. <laughs> but, like, I mean, honestly. I, like, I agree yeah. that's in, yes. that it's important. But so,
1: as <laughs> as we've grown to see, it's not the most important.
0: <laughs> so, like, what I mean by that, like, understand understand your place in the band. I feel like a lot of bands are are coming out right now and they're trying to do too much with too little, right. You can do a lot with a little, but you have to plan it out and you actually have to understand like where your place is. So I play, you know, lead guitar. So I know like, this is what I need to do. This is what I need to have. This is what I need to excel at in order to kind of like go into what I need to do. Um, I think from there, once you can kind of settle out, like, your place in the band, you can kind of come together and be like, all right, what's the next step? What do we need to do to branch out? Well, we need to go and find someone who can record us. Then we need to make sure we do this. When I was a kid, I was like, I got a guitar. I just put new strings on it. It could be in tune. We're going to play a show. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and
2: accurate. we would just
0: play show, 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 show. We would never record anything. We'd be like, how come we don't have any fans? Oh, we don't have any music. Oh, we suck at playing. That's probably huh. why <laughs> everything sounds like crap.
1: I remember one of my first bands. I remember that we, um, we were, we were the 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 type of bad that um, everybody shares one tuner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> let me get that. Yeah, yeah. Can I borrow your cable for a second? <laughs> or you're just like, hey, I just
0: broke a package strings Here you go. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I, I, I still don't know. You know. And it's like you st- and and we're young and we still didn't even know how to like tune with a tuner, but yeah. You know. yeah. What does 4- four forty mean? Or <laughs> or or you just did the like the you know on on five you know, and then you would just tune to each other. That was oh, oh, that that drives
0: me oh. insane now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Insane. Yeah. Oh It's yeah. one thing if like if like you know uh, we just watched uh, Capstan and. Joe was like tuning based off of like harmonics and tuning based off of harmonics is completely different because you have this kind of like chimey cool tone that you're coming and he's just hitting Burr-burr. it but burner burner that drives me bananas get a tuner silence it just for the love of God or get a pedal that will like just play feedback if you want to do like some chariot stuff yeah. that's cool too but just Don't you, burner? Oh God!
1: (laughs) I feel you. I feel you. One hundred percent. Okay. On that, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back with our next segment. Hey, Pat here with Unsigned Pop Punk. We're a community dedicated to building up the music scene by shining a spotlight on up and coming bands. Now, I know what you must be thinking. These guys must be raking in the cash. Wrong. But you can help us help others by picking up some merch. We found what big business is selling shirts for. And we slashed the prices. We saw what people
2: are charging for sweatshirts.
1: And we windmill kicked those prices in the face. So pick up some merch from us today. You won't be mad you did.
2: And we're back. Thank you so much for sticking around. We're hopping over to our ever popular section, Food for Thought. So in this yeah. section, we'll talk about food, not only touring, but also your deepest, darkest thoughts it's on secrets. Secrets, or secrets of food
1: food secrets and with that we should do right there we should have like a big reverb things like (laughs) secrets
2: secrets this is our our smr section
0: (laughs) this is the mukbang section we're just gonna eat a whole bunch of food
2: i hope you're ready
1: love it matt ask the first one go for it
2: so when you're on the road what is your favorite middle of the night food stop if available cookout here we go see cookout. What's what's the order it's connecting. Um, it's
1: connecting.
0: We get a we get a tray with two sides. Um, I'll either get the quarter pound barbecue burger with uh, fries and a corn dog, or if I'm not feeling the corn dog, I might switch it up to Hush Puppies, which is a corn dog sands the corn or the dog. Um, but yeah, like we've we've gone to cookout at two forty nine at in the morning, like they close at three. Yeah. and <laughs> and like full full van and trailer oh, and they're like
1: these motherfuckers
0: no they love us they're just like <laughs> we were we, were, we were like walked out we were like knocked on the door they're like oh this is the drive through only and I'm like I have a van and a trailer and he goes
1: bring it on through honey we had 18 wheelers come through here
0: Bet <laughs> I was just like okay, could, getting an order at cookout for more than four people is a nightmare. It is an absolute nightmare because one, if nobody's ever been to cookout, they don't know what they want. No, I and bet. and the first time we went as as a full band, only two of us had ever gone to cookout. <laughs> and the Me first and time Matt we went have on, never been there yet. Yeah, and oh, I want to go so bad now. It's only in the, like the the southeast <laughs> yeah. portion of the United States, but what um, learned.
1: That, it's, that they were um the the guys in action adventure. Mm-hmm. they told us that they drove six hours <laughs> out of the way from to, illinois just to go to a cookout once <laughs> oh that's too six much six <laughs> hours not that like, good that's insane homie <laughs> that yeah that's
0: that's that's wild i've um, driven
1: i've driven eight hours to texas from kansas city for in and out burger it is not insane i understand i would do it for what a burger mm. i wouldn't I wouldn't I I wouldn't drive two hours for Whataburger.
0: I'm oh, we yeah, got I mean we got a Whataburger in Jacksonville though. That's only like uh that's like two hours. <laughs> like um look, look,
1: look, here's the deal. I like Whataburger, it's good, but it's not on the same level to me, yeah. to me, as in and out. And I would say that Whataburger is just as comparable to me as Burger King.
2: Oof where <laughs> it goes our fans I might be a little bit wars. more than burger king
1: oh i like burger king like a lot though
0: but you see like i we've had this discussion before like it like amongst ourselves that burger king is way better north of the mason dixon line yes because <laughs> no one gives a shit south of the mason dixon line they're just like whatever honey here you go i guess this is a little whopper
1: is this <laughs> um, really what you wanted today you we've wanted been burger to a king? burger
0: king before where they said that they were out of whoppers <laughs> they said they told me we are out of whoppers and i literally pointed at the sign and i said this is the home of the whopper where did it go is it on a sabbatical is
1: it rumspringa did it run away from home <laughs> <laughs> um, is it, it r- rumspringer <laughs> or something yeah, like and i i've honestly i've heard that from a lot of different people that like because I don't know, maybe it's just, like, me, but, like, in Minnesota, Burger King's fucking good. I don't have mm-hmm. any – I've never had an issue with Burger King.
0: Yeah, and, it were, and it, like, we went to one in South Carolina on this tour, and it was miserable. It was also attached to a gas station, so I think that was also a red flag. <laughs> but it was not good. Um But – uh, I'll 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 bring back what I said at the beginning of the podcast to now we took people from a different country to cookout. Let me tell you this, they were flabbergasted. That is the word I have to use. We said, "Go ahead, we'll meet you over there." And they were staring at the menu from the 3-minute walk that it took <laughs> to get over to cookout. And 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 I think I have a video of it too. Um, I I might have put it on TikTok or something of ours. But it, Kyle from the Crease Rule just goes, Bud, what do we order? Yeah, what do and we go, do, Bud? Do you want what? There's, there, I'm like, don't look at anything else. Just look at the trays. Figure out what you want, and then figure out what else you want. And he's like, Bud, how are corn dogs aside? And I go, It's fucking cookout, dude. It's just. What it is, you can get a quesadilla as a side. It's just this. This is America. Um,
2: and this sounds so magical.
0: We, we also, we also took them to the the trifecta of gas station food. We took them to Sheets, yep, Wawa, yeah, and Bucky's, yep. Um, they were astounded at the wall of beef jerky. That Bucky's has you yeah. can get beef jerky by the pound. Like they will shave it for you right there.
1: I've see, it, I've also mind. never been to a Bucky's yet. I've only heard good things, but I've only driven by two of them, and it was on it was in Texas on mm-hmm. my way to to Dallas, like yep. for fests. That's it. We don't that I I've never ever seen one outside of there.
0: I think they have they just opened one up in Kentucky. Um and I only know this because goalkeeper and house at home went there on their last tour together. Um they went to the grand opening. Oh my god. I thought that I've been to <laughs> grand openings before cuz I've been to like Krispy Kreme grand openings to get my dozen donuts for the whole year. I've been to like um like a chick-fil-a grand opening just because i wanted to get free stuff uh bucky's goes all out they have like you know those like those like used car sales places they get like the giant gorilla inflatable gorilla a beaver just a giant inflatable bucky (laughs) the beaver they have a guy dressed up in the full beaver costume just walking around just handing out crap to people um and there was like 300 people there and I was just like, what is going on? Like, Kentucky just came out for this place. But um we we took them we took them to Bucky's and they came out and they had their Bucky's hats, they had a Bucky's blanket. <laughs> Kyle got a don't tread on me yeti cooler because he's like, I want to feel like I'm an American. I go, that's the greatest thing you could probably get it if you're an American. I, if you can but, see
1: up there, I've there, got there it is. a mock don't tread on me because I've got my own political views, but, yeah. uh, uh, it's, it's Beavis <laughs> as the head. So it's Beavis with a AK 47 and it says, are you threatening me? Oh, <laughs> I need that. It's amazing. We have, we have so the Bobby it's, yeah, Hill it's Beavis one. And then it's got the snake bottom. <laughs> we have the snake bottom and it's
0: Bobby Hill. And it says, that's my purse. I don't know you.
1: Yes. I actually have that's that beautiful. as a sweater, as a, like have... a, a sweatshirt. It's, it's him kicking the dude right in the crotch. <sighs> and it says Bobby Hill's self defense class or something like that <laughs> right in
0: the Charlie Browns yeah. um
1: that's my purse i don't know you
0: i can go into a whole i can do a whole king of the hill podcast if i want to <laughs> wow. um but uh but then we took them we took them to sheets and like they sat there and they were recording their whole order at sheets because um the their bassist chang was like we don't have any of this in Canada. We have a, like shitty 7-Eleven with like their Doritos Locos Taquitos and that's all we have. Wait, Taquitos? Yeah, they have like the little taquitos at 7-Elevens that They're are just what, rolling Doritos on locos? there. Yeah, they have Doritos Locos ones.
1: Oh fuck, what? that sounds good as shit.
0: Yeah, Ontario's like a whole different like ball game. Their mayor did crack. <laughs> <laughs> Our but
1: um, got a blowjob once. They did. Well, yeah, multiple of them did.
0: <laughs> um, we only cared about one of them though. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it, it was just cool, kind of like seeing seeing someone go to cookout for the first time in their first time in America was just like a really cool opportunity to be able to like let's let's fuck with these guys for a little bit. We only eat at gas stations in America and uh we go to this place where you can get corn dogs as a side um, Love it. that's magical great. It,
1: that's you know that's it, it doesn't get much more american tour than that though that is oh, pretty band standard
0: they were super excited too because they were just like bud how do you <laughs> good um bud can you believe this we just have picked up a twofer for 20 bucks i was like yeah you can get 24 beers for 20 dollars in america <laughs> That's the beauty of it. We brew our own crappy beer.
1: Yeah. You could get a 24 pack for 10 bucks if you know where to go. Yeah. For like the really good stuff. If you want to get some natty ice. Oh, Natterdays? Oh, Natterdays is fucking delicious. Natterdays? I never knew I needed
0: strawberry pink lemonade beer until I had one of those. Dude, is (laughs)
1: like anyone that says they don't like Natterdays is hiding something because they've never tried it. It's fucking great. Mad- um, Natterdays.
2: I- I'll drink it. I'll drink it. I can't all drink right. too much though, because my 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 stomach gets a little too. Oh yeah, yeah, especially that one that has like a yeah, I- high fructose
0: corn syrup all, all right.
1: in it. I'm move. I'm moving that to this next question though, because this one this one could go long too. Because agor- according to WebMD, all right, the top five most hated foods in America are as follows, and we're gonna go from five to number one. Number five is mushrooms. Four is mayonnaise. Three is oysters. Two is garlic. One is Brussels sprouts. What do you think should be replaced on this list? Because I'll tell you, garlic and mayonnaise, that's just ridiculous that this is on there. Put garlic and mayonnaise together. You got the best sauce ever. You I know, this aioli. honestly almost reads to me as a fucking <laughs> like East Coast sandwich. Yeah, it does. I mean, I hate that.
0: <laughs> I, I, so I would throw broccoli and cauliflower on there. I okay. do not like broccoli and cauliflower. I love Brussels sprouts. And, and I,
1: I, I i haven't had Brussels sprouts. Me and Matt were talking about this a little bit, a little bit ago. I've never actually had them, but I'm not opposed to trying them.
0: Mm-hmm. So so oh, I so good. We, The way I make them, and I'll, I'll I'll let you know our little secret. Um, you you cut them in half, mm-hmm. and you throw some olive oil, salt, pepper, garlic powder on them. You roast them in the oven, and then you pull them out. And then this is the sauce you want to put on them. You get a balsamic vinegar glaze okay you get it you, you put a, oh. two tablespoons of that in a bowl you get a tablespoon of honey and a little bit of salt pepper and olive oil mix it together throw it on top of the brussels sprouts and toss them best brussels sprouts you'll ever have and you want to spice it up a little bit get rid of the balsamic glaze and throw some sriracha in there
2: and you got sriracha Ooh. honey brussels sprouts oh snap Ooh. that sounds
1: good pat can I we got, put that like...
2: recipe in the in the in the, we'll in the put the comments. that recipe in the
1: justin's
0: robertson's <laughs> crack brussels sprouts <laughs> they are literally crack brussels sprouts i'll eat the whole bowl um and it, i mean they're good for you too but um what was the mushrooms mushrooms yeah. are so good
1: yeah. see, I don't like mushrooms, so I'm cool with that staying on there but i I do think that the garlic and mayonnaise is a cop out. I feel like that yeah. that's just not realistic. Well, I
2: feel like Brussels sprouts is a cop out too I, feel like I, that's just I can like...
1: underst- I can understand Brussels sprouts though because like in America, we've been so like conditioned. To hate vegetables yeah <laughs> especially yeah. like asparagus and brussels sprouts and stuff oh, i love asparagus though like they but like oh. do you remember in like shows and movies and stuff oh, for yeah. the past like 50 years it's been like here's some brussels sprouts oh mom i <laughs> hate brussels sprouts you'll eat what's <laughs> on your plate and you'll like it mikey eats it look mikey he likes it
0: <laughs> um well, and it's funny too because the the only vegetable that was ever banned from the White House was broccoli, and that was that's by man. George H. W. Bush the senior.
1: He See, banned like, it from the White House. I like broccoli, but I don't like cooked broccoli. I like like raw broccoli and like, yeah, ranch.
2: Yeah, that's I'm very Minnesotan that. of you. That's very fun. yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm from fucking Minnesota. You are. It's cool if it's Minnesotan to me, but mushrooms. Mushrooms. Let me
0: tell you my 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 recent obsession with mushrooms, and I don't know. I, I this is probably just a terrible thing. So everybody knows that Outback has the bloomin' onion, and it's mm-hmm. like three yeah, thousand calories. Mushroom. They make a blooming onion battered mushroom. They take mushrooms, they batter it in blooming onion sauce like powder, like whatever the batter is, and they deep fry it. And it is like a quarter of the calories, and it is so damn good. And they give it to you with ranch. Don't get the ranch. Get it with the bloomin' onion sauce, and it is okay. game-changing. All right. so,
1: and this Obsessed. is at Outback?
0: This is at Outback, yeah. There
1: you go, Matt. They hide the shrooms buttons. on there because no one at, likes mushrooms. Justin, look at Matt's face right oh, now. Man. Like, Dude, I'm,
2: I'm just processing how I'm going to convince my wife who works like, at Outback how we can go to Outback because she hates Outback. <laughs> <laughs>
1: tell her about the bloomy it's all about the shrooms
2: I, I feel like i'm gonna have to
0: they're called sydney shrooms which bloom, sounds like a bloom
2: drug and
1: shrooms blooming shrooms <laughs> i'll
2: just not tell her where we're going and then we'll just end up there and be like oh she'll be
1: like what the fuck is this matt so oh, what was
2: number four on that list mayo uh,
1: there's oysters was also on there
0: oh i will eat oysters
2: yeah
1: i don't i just i don't like seafood um mm-hmm. and oysters just i've just never had an down. oyster but it yeah. definitely doesn't look like something i would ever eat <laughs> my my
0: issue with oysters is that in order for you to to eat them because everybody eats abroad like you go to the raw bar and you're like i'm gonna get a dozen oysters um and it's always like people with like hulk hogan skin like just <laughs> hot dog skin <laughs> that are, it's just like i don't know if that's leather from your bike or just like you this is road rash Um, that's the raw bar and especially in Florida and we have tons of them but they're like oh you gotta go to an oyster bar they're good but you have to load them with like lemon lemon juice and cocktail sauce and horseradish sauce and it's like by the time I throw all that shit on there and eat it it's no longer an oyster so instead of (laughs) doing all that throw them in the deep fryer give me some cocktail sauce and I'm just gonna eat them like that
1: nice same thing with clams See, my wife is, like, allergic to seafood, so oh, yeah. I'm lucky enough to where, like, I don't even have to worry about it, but it, it's one of those things to where, so I, for anyone that doesn't know this on the show yet, I don't also eat a lot of meat, and it's not because I'm like, that's a naughty <laughs> thing. Um, it's just, uh, it just doesn't taste good to me, I don't, like, I don't, unfortunately, I, like, I don't really like steak uh Mm. or like pork chops or anything like i i I wish i did it smells and looks delicious like lobster that shit looks fucking nuts i want to eat that so bad but it tastes like shit (laughs) and i can't like to me Mm. and like that's the problem like i there's like There's this this one scene of a movie in particular that always comes to mind. It's from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure when they go to Mongolia and they meet Genghis Khan. He's like, oh, he's fucking eating this giant leg of something. I'm like, oh, God, that looks so fucking good. I want to eat that. Um, But I can't because I know it tastes like shit.
0: So so I I will say, like, the giant turkey legs – um, they're all over the place at like Disney and Universal, and people are like, "Oh, this is a great thing to eat on a hot summer day." It's um, <laughs> smoked turkey legs are great, but not when it's a hundred degrees outside and you're walking around and you just have turkey grease just, just, rolling, just rolling down real... your mouth like Jabba <laughs> the Hut. It's not good. Um, yeah,
1: it makes you go from Jabba the Hutt to Pizza the Hut.
0: But, but I will say, is is someone who. disliked a lot of the foods that you had said um I think that I just didn't like them because my the people that made them for me couldn't cook they didn't know how to season it they overcooked the pork chop I would sit there with a pork chop and you could just like throw it against something it would break the glass because it was just so hard and like I think it's all about how you cook it. Like, I mean, I'm I'm that guy that has I, I had a sous vide and I took it on a plane with me, and they thought it was a pipe bomb, and I had to be like, <laughs> no, you cook food. With them. Um,
2: why, why, why did you wait? Wait, wait. We can gloss over that. Why are you bringing a sous vide on a plane with you?
0: Uh oh, because I we, we were going to to uh Thanksgiving at my in laws house, and I was like, I'm gonna make some good shit right now for you guys. So I brought the sous vide up, and I made pork chops into sous vide, and they were great um but i think it's a lot of it comes from you know childhood in general and growing up with food that you're just like why did you ever make it this way this is terrible why did i ever eat well done steak my parents gave me well done steak from the ages of i don't know when till i said i'm not eating this shit anymore and then i found out that i could order my steak medium rare and i'm like this is how i'm supposed to i'm this is fancy living
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, my my dad's actually a very good cook, and he's always been trying. Yeah, so I, sometimes
0: I, just taste buds. Sometimes
1: my taste buds—they're like, you know what sounds really good? Fried chicken, and like, but not with the bone in. Don't eat bone in. That'll just make that scares you. Um, so <laughs> it's like. It's ta- my shitty taste buds and weird anxiety. Uh, so you like ground beef, buddy, and you like chicken nuggets is really what you like. That's what you like, don't,
2: buddy. Don't get Pat talking about ham. He won't. He won't shut we're not up about, about, about ham. His, his Hatred of ham.
1: I fucking hate ham. But Matt, ask the third question. And we're moving on. <laughs> Given
2: that, fine. Given that your podcast uh, brings both worlds of pop punk and hockey together. Which food do you think would be the poster child of these two combined? I'm gonna make it one step harder. You can't choose pizza. You can't choose tacos. Oh shit. Ooh, look at you. Oh, that's a good one. Those are cop outs.
0: <laughs> um. So okay, okay, I got, I got, I got a few of them for you. So, so each hockey barn or arena has their own staple food item. In right. Tampa you can go up to a concession stand and you can just order a Bloomin' Onion. Because they just have Outback (laughs) and all they do is make Bloomin' Onions. This is the Bloomin' Onion factory and that's why people at at Tampa Bay games are just so ornery all the time because they're loaded up with a giant-ass deep-fried onion. Just
1: fucking onions.
0: (laughs) And they don't want to go and run to the bathroom because they're going to miss the fourth period of hockey because they think hockey has four periods (laughs) and i'm a bolts fan and i hate bolts fans because they don't know anything about hockey but um so there's all these weird things but if i have to put it and i'm if i'm gonna be vegetarian friendly because mikey's vegetarian um i'm gonna go with poutine
1: oh poutine there you go
2: there we go i agree i like (laughs) I like I, i like that answer yeah yeah (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, you got a, you
0: got your brown gravy, you got your cheese curds, you got your nicely well, and it, it depends on how you want to make the the French fries. There's different ways of making your French fries. I prefer a good like beef tallow or like wa, some fancy shit to make it like real crispy and flavorful. Like but it. yeah, throw some gravy and cheese on some fries. There you go.
1: That's perfect. I like I, I I can't actually express how much. I think that is perfect. That's such a great answer. That's literally like the perfect answer. I was trying to think. I'm like, what could he even do? I don't even know. poutine. Fucking right, absolutely. That's why
2: he's the expert pet. it's, yes, it's to
0: the, the point expert. where I want to go to Canada just so I can try McDonald's poutine because I that's mean, a thing with McDonald's fries. Like, oh, dude. Here's,
1: here's the deal. Drive min drive up drive up here, Minnesota. <laughs> grab Matt on your way. Come pick me up. I'm two hours away from Canada. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Don't forget, Matt's on the way, though. Matt's on the right.
0: (laughs) Which which province are you directly under? Is it Alberta or no? Uh, One of them.
1: Is it Alberta, Matt? I think. Let's look at the map.
0: I could be completely wrong. You're the one closer.
1: I feel like it is. I feel like that sounds right. I'm zooming out zoom it out find it
2: uh, i'm looking this is ontario oh it's still ontario Ontario Ontario, Ontario's big shit it's fucking huge
1: yeah okay yeah yeah that 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 may yep that's right that's yeah i
0: I don't know why i thought ontario kind of ended like right above michigan but i guess it does extend over to minnesota
1: yeah because we've got thunder bay right (laughs) oh oh, yeah
2: the bay's at thunder bay
1: is that what we got right above us
2: is it thunder bay yeah well diagonally but yeah you're taking that highway yeah that lake highway yeah
0: yeah i'm gonna get my canadian street cred taken away from me because i didn't know what province was there
1: that's okay i literally like i just said i live two and a half hours away from canada and so i feel like i should have a little bit more knowledge but Albert is all the way over by not Go to Canada very often. I,
0: uh, I I do have a question for you guys though. This is this is a very uh, polarizing question in the band. Um, do you consider a hot dog a sandwich? And by hot dog, I mean like inside the bun, hot dog, not a frankfurter or a wiener. I would
1: say yes because you are putting a piece of meat. Yeah. In side a piece of bread yeah and you guys are correct
2: yeah yeah would it would a taco be a sandwich then too no that's not because that's not bread okay
1: like a bun is Let's a fucking hot dog bun is a piece of bread basically
0: it is a split roll i yes yeah and i have people say well isn't it a taco no you're not gonna gentrify tacos tacos are made from flour or corn tortillas and they're normally wrapped or folded. And You're not gentrifying tacos. Wheat yeah,
1: gluten's.
0: That's there. We go. I every podcast I, I go on, I always try to answer that question and get like answers and kind of like test the waters a little bit. <laughs> um, it is a very divisive okay. question in out of time. I um
1: the the mythical mythical kitchen has their own podcast called "Is a hot dog with sandwich." It oh, is
0: yeah. by dictionary. It is and. And every, people are trying to be like, oh, well, the president of the National Hot Dog Association of America says that it's Fuck not – it. It's a, he's a politician.
2: Man, I don't trust that, politicians.
1: He's all politicians and liars. He's all
2: politics. Those, get Those are, get those
1: out are the people
2: here. who put their milk first oh, when they're eating cereal. Heck. Ooh, what? I, <laughs> I, had, I had a conversation with someone today whose wife does that, and I'm like
1: – And you you haven't divorced her?
2: Well, yeah. they're in the process they're in the
0: process i almost had a panic attack because we went to we went to the atlanta zoo one time and we ordered a drink we ordered like a like a coke or uh, yeah coke because they don't serve pepsi in georgia they don't serve that nonsense it's coke (laughs) land um and she she poured the drink put the ice in the drink and then poured the rest of the drink i almost lost it
1: that just seems so inefficient why I almost <laughs>
0: lost my mind at the the ridiculousness of this person drink ice drink.
1: Right. That just, just like it, like I said, it just not only like is it dumb. It just it seems really uh, inefficient because you're doing something, you're stopping to do that to do something else, then you're going back to what you were just doing. It's like, yeah. we're, did you just forget?
2: Unless that's her life goal. You a life stroke. Maybe her life goal is just to fuck with people. Probably. (laughs) She's just trolling you. Like, hey, hey, hey,
1: Jordan, hey, Jordan, watch this shit. Watch this. I'm going to do this. Watch this dude. Watch this Hey, hold up. Watch. Watch this. Watch this white guy. I'm going to scare the shit out of (laughs) (laughs) him.
0: My favorite part about that entire entire, uh, trip, because we went in the middle of January, so none of the animals were out. um, But there was a gorilla out. And everybody was huddled around and they were staring at this gorilla. And they were all like, oh, my God, look at how majestic he is. And I looked at my wife and I go, I know what he's doing. That's the position. He's taking a dump. (laughs) He is squatty-pottied, knees are up, butts down, and he's taking a dump right there. That one, and then the time that I was at Disney's Animal Kingdom, and they have a whole gorilla exhibit. And this gorilla just reaches down, takes like a nice old brownie batter, and just takes a bite out of it, and all the kids screamed. I was like, "This is why we come to the primate exhibit." This is what I'm <laughs> because for. This, okay. these we evolved from this. So oh. when you see Florida Man stories, he evolved from apes. Apes eat their shit.
1: progression there's there's (laughs) deviant places on the internet where they still do that you know yeah so i i i (laughs) do you have some websites it's fucking science uh i mean eating (laughs) poop isn't science but uh you know you can play a
0: song that will like kind of traumatize a whole generation of kids on the internet that two girls one cup song that piano Uh, intro
1: I don't know what that is, but Uh, I'm not being traumatized today. Don't, don't do not do it. You'll never eat soft
0: serve ever again. Speaking of,
1: speaking of traumatizing people, you're lucky because you're by yourself. So there's no one to polarize with, um, with this rapid fire question segment. Friendships will be tested. Rapid fire questions. This is the last segment of the show. We're gonna you are just gonna you're gonna speak from the heart, you're gonna shoot from the hip. First thing that pops in your head, that's your answer. You ready? Yep. Mountain Dew or Mellow Yellow? Mountain Dew. Horror or comedy movies?
0: Oh, can I do both? No. Like horror comedy, like Tucker yeah, sure. and Dale versus Evil? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Evil Dead movies. Evil I'm Dead, yeah. Evil Dead Two,
0: one. Army of Happy Darkness. Death Day? Mm-hmm. Yep. 100%. All those.
1: Um do you still listen to radio stations? NPR. Okay, okay. Right. Nice. Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon? Are we talking like jendy Tartakovsky? Nick We're talking like, about Cartoon Network. We're talking about Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon. <laughs> pick a pick one. I'm going to have to go with Cartoon Network. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thin crust or regular crust pizza? By regular crust, what like
0: what part of the United States are we talking regular crust?
1: Oh shit, I don't know. I thought this was pretty general.
0: I'm a I'm a sucker for like Detroit and Chicago style pizza. Well,
1: those are completely different style. Like I'm talking about like a standard Domino's like regular crust. Oh, pizza. regular
0: crust. I don't want saltines.
1: <laughs> okay, this one <laughs> might be a little tougher here. Lindsay Lohan or Tara Reed?
0: I'm a Hillary Duff person.
1: Ooh, okay. I'll take it. I was sitting there <laughs> thinking, I'm like, which one is that? I was like, oh wait, that's Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> that's
2: a different person completely. Yeah, that's the, that's the third one. That's the third. I one. didn't I like Tara like, That's Tara why Reed. it took me a second there.
1: I was like, which one is that? Tara Reid's career started going down when she started doing Sharknados. Uh, they both kind of did the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, <that's> true. <laughs> they both were super uh, famous, and then had a lot of personal try uh time, uh. And made a lot of bad decisions. And um, Tara Reid was lucky enough to make those glorious fucking Sharknado (laughs) movies. Glorious one Um, through four, all great. Have you ever seen Pastor Raptor? I haven't, but I fucking want to. Oh, (laughs) is she in it?
0: Watch that. No, 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 no one importance in it. But please watch it. It's about a pastor Mm -hmm. who turns into a velociraptor, and it is gold.
1: Yes. Yes. Um. I oh, velocipaster is what it's called. Velocipaster. Yeah, I, I, I am. I would say a Lindsay Lohan fan of that, but I do wanna, I do wanna say that in my living room I have a, um, like a shark, like a blue, like, <laughs> toy shark that's autographed by Tara Reed.
0: <laughs> I feel like isn't Lindsay Lohan's brother doing something now?
1: I don't know. I'm not interested in Lindsay Lohan's brother. Just Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Newfound <laughs> glory or mxpx
0: oh Newfound glory
1: okay this is the last question this is very important can you sing to us the o'reilly auto parts jingle
0: oh of course uh because i it's we make a joke out of it so it's uh oh 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 o'reilly's auto parts ow. ow so i do anytime i see something that's cringy or like I don't want to be any part of it. I go no 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 Rileys.
1: Nice, I like it. I um, I the childish part of me always says oh 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 Rileys auto farts. <laughs> Every my, time um, I don't know I why, got, I, it's mine.
0: I got one. I got one more good one for you guys because it'll it'll tie in with jingles and food. So uh, my. <laughs> One of, one of our friends, uh, they were. She was driving with her um, partner, and they were passed by a Red Robin. So he was driving, and she goes, "Red Robin, yum." He didn't do that. So she goes, "Red Robin," and he kind of like looked at her, and she goes, "Red Robin." <laughs> and he goes, "What do you want me to do?"
1: And she goes, "You're supposed to say yum." This would be the best, like, breakup moment ever, though. She's like, "I said, what do you want me to do? She's like, get the fuck out of my car is what You're I done. want you to do. You're I want done. you to get the fuck out of my car now. <laughs> that's it. And never explain fries. why. <laughs> never explain why. Just get the fuck out of my car now. And that's, that's it.
2: Not, that sounds like the next Lindsay Lohan movie.
1: <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Red Robin. <laughs> I love it. But that's it. Justin, you did it. Finish the podcast. Now's your chance to let everybody know what you got going on, where they could find you. What's next?
0: Oh, where can't you find me? Um, so for anything out of time related, if you're into pop punk, if you like stuff like that, you can catch us. Um, all of our social media handles are at out of time, fl.com. That's O U T A T I M E. Just like the license plate from back to the future. If you don't know what back to the bam, future bam. is, go watch it. Bam, um bam. People like give us like two T's sometimes or they go out of time. I go, no, no, it's out of time. Um, So out of time, FL, uh, you can find us anywhere. We're on any possible music streaming site. You can even find us on your touch tunes, karaoke at your local pool bar. Um, That's where you can find all of us uh, for pop punk stuff for bar down breakdown. You can catch all of us at bar down breakdown. Um, We're on TikTok. We're on Twitter twitter facebook uh catch the podcast on apple Podcasts and spotify Podcasts. um we also do live versions of some shows and we so that we throw that on like youtube or our facebook or twitter and then we do the, like the episodes come out ed- an edited version um the tuesday after we air everything so new episodes are out every tuesday um catch the backlog of podcasts that bar down breakdown has done We've more than likely interviewed your favorite band, and we've done some pretty cool questions out of it. Um, and you can find out what team your uh, your favorite band is into. It might surprise you.
1: Minnesota Wild over here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, boy. Matt, do you even watch hockey?
2: Uh, Well, we're at the end of the episode, so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that for next, next time. time. <laughs> and with that. This has been another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go, a podcast about life in the music industry. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Thank you so much for checking out the show. Please hit that like, subscribe, or follow button so you never miss an episode. And thank you so much to those of you who already are. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or anywhere else you stream your podcasts. If you're in the position to help us grow, And like behind the scenes access and exclusive shows, head on over to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash unsignedpoppump. Let us know in the comments who you'd like to see on the show and what other content you'd like to see. Thank you all so much.